Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach, Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. Are we truly, truly thankful for that? Is there a thankfulness in our hearts? And and uh, another thing I was thinking about when when you go to uh, buy food or eat food, go to the fridge and open the fridge, and there's something there to grab, or you have the money to buy food, even if it's not, as I was talking to someone today, even if it's not as much groceries as you usually buy, or you don't have as, maybe you can't buy the food that you always like to, you know, maybe you got to buy the cheaper version, it's still food, amen? And you just begin to think, and we, we understand in the United States how important this is to be thankful, and I want to show you spiritually tonight that it is actually a power. How many would like to have a superpower? right, like a superhero, being thankful is a superpower. It literally is. It, it is something that makes, so what is, a super, if, if superhuman or superpowers existed, and we know that there's an element of superpower we have in Jesus, that we can pray for the sick and cast out demons, but I'm saying if there was a superhero availability power, and everybody would want to have a superpower, and literally thank, thankfulness is, biblically, I'm going to show you tonight, a superpower. If a superpower is, is a power that's greater than, it, than a power somebody else has. And so if you're a thankful person tonight and you have an attitude of thanksgiving, it really truly is something that overcomes the enemy. And I'm going to show you that tonight because I think about uh, the people around the world tonight that don't have what I just said. When was the last time you went to go brush your teeth or wash the dishes and actually thanked the Lord water was running from the faucet. Amen? I mean, literally, you, Lord, thank you for this water, and thank you that it's still flowing. Little things like that. When was the last time that you turned the light switch on in any room of your house, and when the light came on, you said, Lord, thank you for that? When was the last time that you went to go start your car, and it started, and you thanked God it started? I mean, I know those seem like very minute little things, but to me, those are the things that make life great is the little things. And a lot of times we're searching and looking after the big things, and this is kind of a good start to the rest of the next 30 days where we get to a time of the year where we begin to think about what can I get or what am I going to get or we get the wrong attitude about Christmas and, and we get to this attitude of selfishness and, and, and things like that. And God wants us to have an attitude of, of gratitude. How many believe that tonight? I was just a couple stats. Did you know that as we, I believe there's probably not anybody in here that doesn't, doesn't know where your next meal's coming from. Again, it might not be a big meal, it might be a can of beans, but you know where there's some food for your next meal. Whether you eat tonight or you eat in the morning or you eat lunch tomorrow, you know where it is. There's a, there's a billion people tonight in the world that don't know where their next meal is. A billion. That's 13% of the population of the world does not know what they're going to eat for breakfast tomorrow. Amen? It's, that's a sobering thought. 700 children die every day in the world because they don't have clean water. Every day, church, 700 people die. So when I say, are you thankful for washing your hands and having the water flow, like even that, we take that for granted. I want, I want, you, to, I want you to tomorrow during Thanksgiving, anytime you touch water, I want you to remember this message tonight. 
I want you to realize that in a lot of parts of the world, they don't even know what running water is. Don't even know what it is because they've never seen it because they go get water from a lake or they go get water from a, a river and they boil it and it, they use it in that sense. They don't know what continuous running water is. I know that sounds crazy, but that's lots of people in the world. And another stat that I thought was really crazy is um, a, a close to a billion people also do not have electricity in their house. So they don't know what it is to go and turn a switch on and have a light bulb come on. Theirs is ran by uh, a generator or they don't have any power at all. That they, you, would, you would picture back in the days of the kerosene days or, the, or, the, or, the, or having uh, candles or having firewood. A billion people. Isn't that crazy? And so tonight we got lights. We, got, we walk into a bathroom. We turn the light on. And we're just walking and all this stuff. And a lot of times with all that we have, we're not thankful. How many know that that is a sin? Amen? That, that there's, it's called the sin of ingratitude. How many don't want to be sinners tonight? How many would agree with me that if we're not thankful, that's a sin? Amen? Nobody agreed. That's okay. I'm going to show you in the Word that it is. And I'm not, I'm not here to beat down sin tonight. I just want us to understand how important it is to have a good thankfulness in our lives. Amen? Four out of ten people, last that, four out of ten people, that's four out of ten, that's, that's a lot, that's 40% of people in the world don't have access to clean fuels for cooking. So really, 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 ask, that's the person next to you, are you thankful? Amen? Now tell them, are you really thankful? Amen. Let's look at Romans chapter 1. I'm going to get into a few verses here. I want to show you something tonight. But I, I was reading this this afternoon, this particular verse. I had the rest of my message ready and, and I looked at this. How many, first of all, before we put this up, have ever read Romans? And you've read Romans 1. Anybody that knows the Bible and has read the Bible knows Romans 1 is a very strong chapter. Very strong, okay? And it, there's a part there that if you know what it's about, a lot of it is about sexual immorality, sexual perversion. It's about not being thankful for. It's about taking creation for granted and, and a lot of stuff there. But I want to show you a verse in Romans 1, 21 that says, Although they knew God, look, watch this, they didn't glorify him as God. And look what it says right in the middle of this verse. If you don't think thankfulness is a power, and if you don't think ingratitude is a sin, it says, nor were they what? Thankful. And I want you to leave this up for a second. But became futile or futile, however you want to say it, tomato, tomato, in their hearts or their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. So think about this. You've got the word not glorifying God. You've got the words futile or futile in their thoughts. You've got the word foolish hearts, and you've got darkened. Those are some pretty strong words. And right in the middle, it says they weren't thankful. So that, that's some, how many would agree that those are some pretty serious? And if you read the whole chapter, that's the least serious of the whole chapter. But he says right there in the middle, why would he throw that in there? Because being unthankful is a slap in the face to God. We, when we're thankful, and I'm going to show you in the scriptures, when we're, how many want to glorify God with your lives? We're going to see here in a minute in the scriptures that when we are thankful, we glorify God. 
So if we're glorifying God with our thankfulness, then what are we doing when we're not thankful? We're not glorifying him. It says right there, they didn't glorify him as God, nor were they thankful. And so I want us to understand the importance and, 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 and thankfulness and gratitude. I know it's a cliche saying it, we need an attitude of gratitude, okay? But this is the truth, and, and, and thankfulness is an attitude. It is you and your perspective of your life personally, every single one of us, not as a family, as individuals, how we look at life. How we look at the cup that's in front of us every single day. Do we see it half full? Do we see it half empty? And it is a challenge for us to understand. And I want, I want to hit this, this part home real, real good. How many hate Satan in this place tonight? How many hate the enemy? If you don't, then you're in the wrong place. Okay? He is our enemy, and he's an enemy of God. And I don't know about you, I want to be as much like Jesus as I can and as least like Satan as I can. Okay? When, watch this, when we are ungrateful, we are more like Satan. I knew I wasn't going to get an amen there. When we're not thankful, we have, the pri- we have pride in our hearts and we're like Satan. But when we're thankful... We have a glorifying heart and a heart that glorifies the Lord, and we're more like God. The reason Satan fell out of heaven was because he wasn't thankful for his position. And what's crazy is, if you know your Bible, outside of the Godhead, he had the highest position in heaven. There's the problem. When you're not thankful, you're greedy. You can't be thankful and greedy at the same time. You can't. And so Satan had a great position, and he wasn't thankful for that position. And what he wanted was what most people want when they're greedy. What is it? More. Because when you're not thankful, and you're unthankful, and you're greedy, nothing is ever enough. If you have $1, you want 2 If you have 10 you want 20 If you have 100 you want 1000 it's all, there's something, in, and, it's a, and it's a battle of our flesh that we have to fight every single day, not just at Thanksgiving. But this is, this is the time where it's an easy, it's almost like this message is a layup. This is a layup. Or, or a penalty kick goal for the World Cup. I feel bad for my wife and my fellow Costa Ricans today. They, they got destroyed. <laughs> Carla's like, don't say nothing. Don't bring it back up. Amen. They played, it was, it was David and Goliath today. Amen. But it's like a penalty kick. It's like a layup. It's easy. This Thanksgiving message is easy because this is the time of the year we're supposed to be the most thankful. And we're very blessed. Can you say amen? But our blessings and our thankfulness shouldn't have to do with what we have. It's who we have. Our relationship with God. And when our hearts are right with God... We're going to be thankful. And when we're thankful, it's a superpower. There's power in thankfulness. Okay? Let me show you some more verses. I'm going to run through a few here that are just kind of uh, easy, easy, more easy layup verses. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. But this, this first part's a little difficult because if we took off the everything, we could put in what we want to put in there and say, uh, when we want to give thanks. 
right? That would be easier. When it, we get what we want, give thanks. When everything's good, give thanks. When there's money in the bank, give thanks. When there's a lot of food in the pantry, give thanks. When all my family's happy and we're all in unity, give thanks. But that's not what it says. What does it say? Because the Bible is a challenge constantly. It says, in everything, give thanks. Okay? And every time I, I don't try to do this on purpose, but every time I hear this, uh, this word, thanks, and I read this verse in everything, every single time I think of Corey Timboom. When she thanked God for the fleas. I got bit by some fleas about a month ago from, I guess, obviously from my dogs. We must have, I think we missed uh, the time for putting the pill, you know, in or the collar thing or whatever we do. And so I got some flea bites on my ankles. Anybody ever had flea bites before? Let me see if I have any fellow flea biters. They itch like crazy. And it's been a month and they still itch. And I'm talking they itch. And I'm thinking about this, and I'm thinking about how miserable my about six flea bites are because they, they say that they bite in threes. That's how you know it's fleas. And I got the fleas fixed, by the way, so don't be afraid to come around me, okay? I, I got it fixed real fast, I, like immediately, as soon as I found out. Because I found the little thing, a little sucker, and I took a picture of it, and I magnified it in. Have you ever seen a flea, like up close? They're pretty ugly. And if you, if you magnify it, they're even uglier. So I'm good, okay? No more fleas. But I'm thinking tonight about Corey Ten Boom in that, in that Jewish camp being tortured, and her, and her, I, I messed this up. I don't know if it was her sister, her aunt, or some loved ones, or someone she was with. I don't even remember if it was a family member, sister. She's with her sister, and the fleas are so bad that, that you knock off the Christmas decoration. Amen. The fleas are so bad. Desi told me I was going to do that. The fleas are so bad, amen, that they are, the, the, the prison guards won't go near the, the prison to touch them. And they were beating them and abusing them and all these things. And the fleas got so bad that for, for a long amount of time, those, those prison guards wouldn't come around. And she says in her story, I'm thank, I thank God for the fleas. Like, can we get to the place in our life where we are thankful for something that might be miserable, but God is in it, amen, and, and what, and what might, we might be going through is better than the alternative? And even if it's not better, we are have an attitude of gratitude where we say, Lord, I'm thankful even for this. I don't understand why I'm going through this, or I don't understand the struggle, the trial, but in everything. How many will try tonight to, to have an attitude that in everything you'll give God thanks? Amen? And you know why? Because the longer you've served God, you realize that in the end, everything works out. How many have been saved long enough to know that? In the end, it'll all work out. It doesn't make sense today, and sometimes things happen. I was even telling Destiny that today. Sometimes things happen now, and you don't understand why or things didn't happen the way you wanted them to, and you can't, don't, can't make sense of it, but down the road, you're going to look back. It might be heaven or it might be on earth, and you're going to say, now I know why. And when she was scratching and itching from those fleas, she was not understanding. But once she realized that those guards weren't coming around anymore, she got thankful for the fleas. So in everything give thanks, watch this, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I've preached a whole message on this before. If you want to be in the will of God, you have to be thankful. 
When you are thankful, you are in the perfect will of God. Amen? Here's another verse. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore, I exhort, first of all, that supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. So we know prayer is important, intercession is important, and God is saying, I need, I need thanks and thanksgiving to be in your vocabulary. Here's another one you guys would know tonight, Philippians 4, verse 6. Be anxious for nothing. How many know that's not easy? There's things to be stressed about. He says, don't be stressed about those things. But in everything, there's that word again, by prayer and supplication with what? See, there's a power in thanking or praying and being thankful at the same time. And part of that is thanking the Lord for whatever he gives us, whether it's what we want or not. Amen? How many follow me on this? And then he says, let your requests be made known to God. So I wanted to give you those three verses that are kind of kind of layup verses, kind of penalty kick verses, easy verses to understand. But I want to really show you tonight, just for a few minutes, the, 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 what the Bible really tells us about the power of thanksgiving. I want to look at two more verses. I want to look at Psalms chapter 50, verse 23, if you're taking notes. Psalm chapter 50, verse 23. There's some verses that have just so much in them, and this is one of them. It says, whoever offers praise, and, and, and in the English, stand, English standard, standard Version, which is very similar to the New King James, it actually says, and I meant to tell them ESV, but it's okay, it doesn't matter. It says thanksgiving for praise. Praise and thanksgiving go hand in hand. It says, whoever offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. I asked you a few minutes ago, how many of you want to glorify God? We glorify God in our thanksgiving. We glorify God in our attitude of gratitude. We glorify God when we really, truly are thankful for what we have. And we're not grudged, grudged about it. We're not, we're not complaining about it. We're not wondering why somebody else is blessed and we're not. We're thankful for what we have. And then it says, to one who orders his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. So one who, to one who orders his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. How many want to be ordered by God and have the salvation of God? How many want to glorify God? It's all tied up in the power of thankfulness. Okay? Thankfulness. This is an attitude. I've got to say this again. This is something you have to choose to be. Whether you have a lot or a little, whether it works good or not, whether the relationship is the way you want it to be or not, it's an attitude that you have to be thankful, and it is a superpower. Amen? It's a superpower. I, I can tell tonight that we're thinking about this because I know that there's a desire in every single one of us to be more thankful. Right? To be, to be more like that guy in the video, not taking things for granted. What, what would our lives look like today if every time we took something for granted, it disappeared from us? Just imagine what tomorrow would look like, or maybe, maybe not tomorrow. Hopefully we'll have the best thanks, thankful attitude of, all, of the whole year tomorrow. But let's just call it an off day like that guy. And, and we have such a bad attitude of ingratitude that our wife knows, hey, things aren't going well in the house right now because you're having that bad attitude again today, honey. Yes, I am. And he prays and everything comes back. Thank, unthankfulness stops, and I'm going to finish tonight with what Santos started at the offering. 
thanksgiving or sorry, ingratitude stops the blessings of the flow of blessings in our lives. It stops it. It doesn't allow flow. It doesn't allow God's blessings to come because we, a lot of times, listen to this, we want blessings from God, but we're not even thankful for what we currently have. Right? How many know God's not going to give us more if we're not even thankful for what we already have? He says if you'll be faithful in little, and that's not that, that goes with thanksgiving too. If you're faithful in the little, he says, I'll give you much. Now I want to end tonight in, in, in Luke chapter 17. And uh, Santos didn't know I was going to preach on this. He mentioned a couple messages ago that I preached on this. And I'm going to use the story of the lepers again. But if you're taking notes, I want you to write something down. I thought this was very interesting. And I, and I wrote this down in my notes. The odds and statistics of how many people are truly thankful to God is not a good statistic. It's not a good number. Now, we can say we're thankful, but if we were really, really to be searched and our hearts were to be searched, we, might, we would find that we might not be as thankful as we think we are. Okay? And so we see this in the Bible. It was mentioned just a few minutes ago. Let's go ahead and read the story so everybody knows what the story is. Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19. On the way to Jerusalem, he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a certain village, he met ten men who were lepers. I told you, I think it was a couple Sundays ago. Uh, it might have even been last Sunday. I don't remember when th- those lepers or a leper is a person that, that, that we relate that to our salvation, to our uh, sinful nature, that we need to be cleansed from our sin. And they were, st- they were standing afar off, the Bible says. And there's ten of them. Let's keep going. And they, as they lifted up their voices, they said, Jesus... Master, have mercy on us. Remember when I preached that message and I talked about the multitudes always want something from Jesus? They wanted to be healed. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting God to bless you. There's nothing wrong with wanting God to give you a good marriage and give you a good life and all those things. But we're going to see something here. And so he says he saw them and he said, he said go to show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. Okay, they're walking away, they're going to the priest to show the priest, and, and as they were walking away, they were cleansed. I want you to think about something. Go back to that prior verse for a second, because this is something I think most people don't understand. We have no proof, once this, once this part of the verse is, is said, we have more proof to the contrary. We have no proof that those nine men ever got to the priests. We have no proof that they were really healed, that they were actually healed, when they got to the priest, or if they kept their healing. Because we only have one person in the story to reference off of. Okay? So it says, he says, go show yourself, and it says, as they went. So as they're walking away in obedience to Jesus, they're obviously listening to Jesus speaking, so they're going to do what he says, and as they're walking, their, their bodies begin to change, and they begin to get healed, and as he's healing them, now they have a, a, a response that they have to have, and their response needs to be thankfulness. And as they're walking, you can imagine that as they're getting healed, maybe as, as I mentioned in that message, some fingers are coming back on. That would be pretty awesome. Look down and, whoa, thank you, Lord. And the skin's changing. Oh, thank you, God. And so there's some thankfulness as they're going. 
But at some point before they got to the priest, during the priest, or after the priest, we know from this story, they lost their thankfulness because they didn't go back and thank the Lord. Okay, so we don't know at what point that, that uh, thankfulness stopped, but we do know, let's ne- look at the next verse. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned. So it shows me that only one out of ten was thankful. And it says, and he returned and with a loud voice glorified God. Glorifying, praising God with thankfulness. So he was thankful and his thankfulness glorified God. How do you show God that you're thankful? You go back and tell him. There was a, so in other words, there was an action to his words. He didn't just send a telegram. In our day, he would have sent a text or an email or called or whatever or sent him a messenger. Hey, thank you, Lord, for healing me. But he he went back and in action showed Jesus that he was thankful and falls on his face at his feet and gives him what? Gives him what? He gives him thanks. How did he glorify God? Giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Now watch this. So Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? Okay, this is important to look at. We know that as they were walking away, the Bible says, as they went, they were healed. Okay? And as they went, their body was changed. But did they keep their healing? Do we keep the blessings of God if we don't live a, 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 a life of thankfulness? Let's watch what this story teaches us. He says, but where are the other nine? And he says, were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And I want you to look at 19. I want you to tie this to the power of thankfulness. And he says to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has what? Made you well. So the completion of his healing was in his thankfulness. So if he walks away and his faith made him well, his his thankfulness coming back and thanking him made him whole, there's a truth to be known, church, that a lot of people with healings, blessings, salvations, miracles, and all kinds of things that God gives us, we can lose them. We can lose them if we're not thankful. Because the completion of a miracle and a blessing of God is an attitude of thankfulness. Amen? Musicians, you can come. I think she's heading up this way already. I want us to to express and thank the Lord tonight and glorify the Lord tonight. I want us to to work tonight on our, our, our superpower of thankfulness. Tomorrow is a great opportunity to be a light and a witness to our families about being thankful. Teach your kids to say thank you. Can I get an amen? Teach your kids to say please. Amen. Teach, let's teach ourselves to be thankful for the things that we have and let not take anything for granted tonight. Amen. Father, you taught us in your word tonight, and I thank you for it, that there is a power in thankfulness. And God, every single one of us can be more thankful. 
And, Lord, you search our hearts. You know our hearts. You know how thankful we are tonight. Lord, it, it sounds good to say, Lord, I'm thankful for that water that's coming out of that spout. But, Lord, I believe that there's a true, genuine thankfulness in our hearts when we look at the things that we have that, Lord, you don't owe us. Lord, you don't owe us anything. And the thing that we have to be the most thankful for tonight is not running water, but we're thankful for that. It's not a car that starts. We're thankful for that. It's not all the other things we could list. It's that we're saved. It's that we're blood-bought tonight. It's that we're forgiven. Lord, that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life tonight, Jesus. And Father, I don't want to be unthankful. I don't want to walk in the sin of ingratitude. I don't want to be a person that doesn't thank you every single day and every single moment for what you have done for me, Lord. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve your forgiveness, but I thank you for it tonight. Lord, all over this place, fill us with a spirit. Just like there's a spirit of Christmas, we pray for a spirit of thanksgiving. Lord, to be thankful for what I have and not focus on what I don't have because, Lord, in you we already have everything we need. Let you be our thankfulness. Let you be our fulfillment. Let you be our peace and our joy tonight in the name of Jesus. How many all over his heads are bowed and eyes are closed could say tonight, I, I've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of my life. I've never put my faith in Jesus Tonight I've been unthankful, I've been ungrateful. I don't even appreciate tonight, before I came to this service, what Jesus did on the cross for me. But tonight the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. The Holy Spirit is dealing with me. The Holy Spirit is working on me. And I'm, I am feeling and understanding what thankfulness is. Lord, while we were still sinners, you died on that cross for us. Lord, tonight we thank you for the power of the cross. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the mercy seat, God. We thank you for forgiveness of sins, Father. We thank you for a new beginning, a fresh start in our lives when we put our faith in Jesus. How many across this congregation are watching online tonight could say, Jesus, I want to make you Lord of my life tonight. I want to be born again. I want my name to be in that book and I don't want it to ever be taken out. I want to live for you. I'm thankful for the cross tonight. But I have not expressed that and believed on that till tonight. Just lift up your hand and say, Pastor, pray for me. All across this place, that's me. That's me. I need Jesus. I need salvation. We're going to pray in a moment for those that are watching online. For those that are listening on the podcast, we don't want anybody to miss out on the greatest thing to be thankful for tonight. You know, as you're praying tonight and your heads are bowed and eyes are closed, there are people today in this world that have millions of dollars in the bank, big houses and lots of cars, and all the things that money can buy, and they have no gratitude. And there could be people in this world today that are living on a dirt floor have no running water and no electricity, but they know Jesus, and they're the richest people in the world. It's really not about the things we have. It's about who Jesus is tonight. And tonight we have, if we don't have anything else to be thankful for, we have Jesus, and that's more than enough. Tonight as we stand all across this place, we're going to say a prayer of salvation for those 
that might be watching online. Maybe you're here and you didn't raise your hand. But you know tonight your heart's not right with God. And we're going to say a prayer. We're going to believe on Jesus tonight. We're going to believe that he can change our situation. We're going to believe that his word says that our sins can be forgiven as far as the east is from the west. Say this with me tonight. Lord Jesus, I believe what your word says, that you so loved this world, that you gave your only begotten son, that whosoever would believe on you would not perish, but have everlasting life. And Jesus, I believe that I fall short of your glory and I need salvation. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross and you rose from the dead and defeated death. I believe that. I confess that. And I ask you to change my life tonight. Make me a new creation. I want to be born again. All my old things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. In Jesus' name, amen. As we continue to stay in this attitude of prayer tonight, we're going to open up the altars in just a minute. But as we come and we find a place, as a matter of fact, we can begin to come at any time. Let's just thank the Lord. Let's just... Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com.